Welcome to the Auburn City Council podcast. This is a recording of a regular Auburn City Council meeting. The council meets on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Meetings begin at 7 p.m. in council chambers at 141 North Ross Street, and they are live-streamed on YouTube and Facebook. We'll call to order tonight's Committee of the Whole for this Auburn City Council meeting for January the 17th, 2023. The City Council should have the minutes from the Committee of the Whole of January the 3rd. Any additions, corrections to those minutes for the Committee of the Whole? For approval. Second. I have a motion and a second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? And the motion carries. Board of Zoning Adjustment. Mayor Pro Tem Witten. Yes, sir. Um, we have one vacancy. Term begins January 21, 2023 and ends January 20, 2026. <clears throat> the incumbent, Letitia Smith, was recently um, moved to a um, permanent appointment on the BZA, so that left that spot available, and I would like to nominate Will Faulkner for that position. I'll second. All right. Have a motion and a second for Will Faulkner. Are there any other nominations? Okay, any comments or, on Will Faulkner? All in favor of Will Faulkner, please say hi. Aye. Aye. Any opposed? And the motion carries, and we'll make that approve that later on in the agenda. Any questions on tonight's agenda for the city manager? Ms. Crouch, anything for us? I don't have anything. Okay. Is there a move to adjourn? So moved. All right. We'll adjourn, and we'll start the regular meeting right at 6 o'clock. Call to order tonight's Auburn City Council meeting for January the 17th, 2023. We're certainly happy to have everybody with us tonight and uh, thank all of you that are joining us uh, through the live stream or on YouTube or listening uh, on WANI. We appreciate you being with us tonight. All right, the roll call, Lindsay. Adams. Here. Koblenz. Here. Dawson. Here. Griswold. Here. Mormon. Here. Parsons. Here. Taylor. Here. Witten. Here. And here, would you please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance and then remain standing for a moment of silence. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Please be seated. We'll begin in, uh, tonight's announcement time with a special recognition, a teamwork award based on our winter weather response. I'll turn this over to you, the city manager. Yes, we uh, pre-COVID used to bring uh, city teams through here, but we had a quite large team that um, worked uh, above and beyond their normal duties due to the winter weather we had around the Christmas holidays. So we put together a short video just to recognize all who were involved in giving you some data about um, how we responded in to many, many things going on in the city during those cold pipe breaking days. Our mission at the City of Auburn is simple. It's to provide excellent customer service for the citizens of Auburn. We're guided in this by our core values of reliability, respect, integrity, fairness, and professional excellence. Our employees were able to showcase these values over the December holiday weekend. During the dates of December 23rd through December 26th, Lee County experienced extremely cold weather temperatures, which led to dangerous conditions for much of our community. 
In response to this, our Water Resource Management Department was called in to respond to turn off water meters to repair water main breaks and leaks. Our Fire and Inspection Services Department, in addition to their routine calls, responded to requests to check fire suppression systems and ensure sprinkler systems were working and not leaking. Our Public Safety Department received a call where an elderly dementia patient had wandered off in the night and they searched for over an hour in extremely cold temperatures to bring that patient home. None of this would have been possible without our public works crews responding to calls to clear roadways where damaged trees were blocking and preventing people from getting to where they needed to go. Our Animal Control Division responded to calls to rescue animals from the freezing cold temperatures. This team of employees just doing their job saved citizens hundreds of thousands of dollars in potential property damage, as well as saving lives, both human and animal. This is one example of how our employees go above and beyond. They spent their holiday weekend away from family and friends so they could ensure our community was safe. It is our privilege to honor them today for their service to our community. And this might be a little odd because they're not all standing up here in front of us, but if you don't mind, I'd like for everybody to give them a standing ovation. Ms. Crouch, I appreciate the presentation. Thank you for your team that put together that video. That was a recognizable voice narrating. and. <laughs> <laughs> she might have a future in narration, but I'd just simply put, thank you for the, for the heroes that went out in those bitterly cold days and nights and protected our community, took care of the properties in our community, and were there when we needed them the most, and gave up time, I'm sure, from their families uh, as they looked to celebrate the holidays, as many of us did. Uh, it was a very unusual time. Uh, my flower beds still show the signs of it but many people had some uh, very difficult things going on within their homes and their commercial buildings. And I know uh, institutionally and other places, there were some very difficult things that happened with pipes and water systems. So thank you. Thank you, Ms. Krause. Please communicate from myself. Thank you for everything that our staff did. I don't know if anybody else on the council would like to say anything at this time regarding our great staff. Okay, I must have done a good job. All right, thank you all again. Okay. Uh, during the committee of the whole tonight, we uh, nominated and appointed Mr. Will Faulkner to a supernumerary position. Um, as far as mayor's announcements tonight, um, I do have a list of things I'd like to walk through. Yesterday morning, uh, we recognized the great work in the birthday of Martin Luther King at Martin Luther King, King Day Breakfast that was put on by the uh, National Organization, East Alabama Chapter of the Public Administrators. Um, I've been going to this event for a number of years now. It was a great event. We had a number of employees, Katrina Cook and Steve Hicks and Latrice Mose, that had a lot to do with this year's edition. I want to thank them personally 
but what a great time. A lot, a lot of people from cross-section of our community and university and city were there, and thank you. What a great day. Um, I want to thank the Harvesters at Auburn United Methodist Church for having me there to speak recently. What a great group of people who care and love our community, as well as the Campus Club that came in here and took a tour of our new public safety building. appreciate our staff here being patient. Uh, those was a very excited group of ladies who were happy to be here, and I appreciate their attendance. Um, also this weekend, um, over at St. Dunstan's, um, I participated in a worship service where um, there was some recognition, some discussion about the 45-year anniversary of the Copper Kettle explosion. And for those of you who are new to Auburn, um, 45 years ago, about a half a block of West Magnolia Avenue just blew up one Sunday morning, and we were uh, blessed that it happened before people were getting out and about and headed to church. And certainly Auburn was a lot different town with a lot less activity 45 years ago, but it took a lot of property with it. And uh, there's been some recognition. In fact, today at the Boykin Center, our public library uh, had a speaker that uh, talked about and chronicled that morning, that cold Sunday morning, as well as a number of citizens that got up and told their version of the story. I also want to thank the Onward Ministry for having me recently to speak to the fraternity presidents. What a great group of young men who are trying to lead another group of young men uh, over the next uh, 12 months. Uh, if you saw today, there was an announcement for the Citizen Academy and the Public Safety Academy sign-ups are coming up soon. If you're interested in that, please go to the city's website. All the information is located there, as well as our public library is beginning with the spring author series where they had the authors all lined up um, in an announcement that was put out by the city today, and you can find all that on our city's website. And we mentioned this last, uh, I believe, at the last meeting, but I want to say once again, this will be our last meeting uh, with our public safety director, Paul Register, and thank you for being a great servant to your community. And we look forward to spending time with you as a citizen out here in the near future. Congratulations for everything you did for Auburn. Okay, does anybody else have anything they'd like to say? Ms. Taylor? Yes, uh, I uh, wanted to uh, recognize tonight uh, the remembrance and tribute to Mr. Sam Harris, who who they buried last week, last Saturday, and I had the privilege of attending that service, and also paid tribute, did a tribute to Mr. Harris and his family. Uh, Mr. Harris will be missed. If you don't know it, if you're young, you probably don't remember Mr. Harris. I really don't remember him being on the council, but I wasn't that young at the time. Just went into politics like I am now. But Mr. Harris was the third black. Uh, represent city council member for this city council and he will be greatly missed and I also want to uh, advise the public that our newly elected Mr. Uh, Commissioner John Andrew Harris passed away and his funeral services will be this Saturday and uh, which is another icon in the community and he he will be greatly missed also and so I just want you to keep Mr. Harris, the Harris's, both Harris's family in your prayers and in your thoughts. Uh, I also have another announcement on Sunday, January the 29th. There will be a black history program at the Boykin Community Center uh, from 2 to 5 p.m. and is sponsored by the YFABs and Match um, Scout Troop, which is a, a scout troop that I, I actually, I'm over. So uh, the public is invited, so that should be a delight if anybody want to come out and, and watch our young people uh, perform and do performance at the Black History Program. That's all the announcements I have. Good. Thank you, Ms. Taylor. I appreciate you bringing up both of those fine gentlemen. 
There'll be big losses to our community. We're fortunate in Auburn that we'll have a park name for Sam Harris that our children and our families will grow up and spend time with for generations and years to come. But thank you for pointing that out to all of us. Anyone else on the council? I know, Mr. Mormon, you have something? Yes, sir. Mr. Mayor, I, you caught us flat-footed there, but I don't want you to think that we don't appreciate our city <laughs> staff. That's, that's uh, all right. I was lying in bed on a Sunday morning, and I heard this truck outside, which is an odd thing to be to hear that early, and I, I'm not ashamed to say I ran outside to thank the guys who were picking up trash on a Sunday, and I don't know why that would be, but uh, thank you, men, for doing that. I don't know if it had anything to do with the cold weather or not, or broken trucks, but Sunday morning, that was impressive, and they laughed at me, but, you know, I wanted to make sure that they knew how appreciative I was. My other announcement is that I enthusiastically accept the challenge from my fellow councilman, Bob Parsons, to jump into Sanford Pool <laughs> at 0900 on 28 January for the Polar Challenge. And I'm looking forward to it. And as I'm sure my other rookie council members are too. I don't know. I'm not going to let you outdo me, Sonny, so I'll, I'll see you there. Uh, the hard part is the money, but we'll get together what we can. <laughs> well, Mr. Koblenz, I'm going to turn it over to you now. You got anything you'd like to say? I'm looking forward to it. Okay, there you go. All right, great. Well, That's interesting because I wasn't even planning on going, but now uh, <laughs> I guess I'm cornered now. Okay, anyone else have an announcement they'd like to make? I do. Yes, ma'am, Ms. Um, Whitten. First, I'd like to wish you a happy birthday. Thank Our mayor's birthday much. is today. Thank you very much. Um, my son's too. Uh, <laughs> my oldest son's birthday is today too. Okay. <laughs> happy birthday, everybody. Mm -hmm. Friday, I had the opportunity to take a um, bus ride to Birmingham with the Boys and Girls Club of East Alabama to visit the A.G. Gaston Boys and Girls Club, a group of community members um, from um, around East Alabama went up and visited to see what the potential of a larger club may look like or could look like for our area since our area is growing. And so I just want to say thank you to the Boys and Girl, Girls Club of East Alabama for <coughs> coordinating that trip and um, showing us what the p potential for the future may look like. Thank you, Ms. Whitten. Anyone else? Sure, if I may. Sure, Tom. No, I will not be jumping in any pool. <laughs> I never have and never will unless I lose my mind. But I wanted to say tonight how much I appreciate uh, the, uh, Public Safety Director Paul Register. I know this is his last meeting with us. He's done a lot for this community. We'll, we'll be greatly missed. Paul and I pretty much come up together in the police de department. Uh, I think he started in 88. I started in 87. Uh, had a had a, a good ride together, and he was the uh, I was when I made chief chief to Graffamery was the chief. And he told me he said you don't know what you're getting into with this job. He said it's 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 unlike anything you've ever done before. But uh, and I, he was right. I didn't know what I was getting into, but uh, I enjoyed every minute of it. And then Paul took over as police chief. Uh, first of all, Paul was assistant chief under me, and I, he was there because he's much smarter than I am. I always had enough sense to pick people smarter than me to put them to give me direction. And he, we, we went through a lot of cases together, most numerally probably the Lauren Burke case. Had a lot of sleepless nights. When you're police chief, you're, you're responsible for the entire safety of the entire city. It's a big responsibility. And, and it's the type of job It's 24-7. Even when there's nothing going on, it's quiet. You're worried because you know something's fixing to happen. There's just no way to get any rest. And 
sometimes I think we take our uh, police chiefs particularly for granted because they have so much on them. But Paul did an admirable job. Uh, he went through the Lanier Blanchard case, and I watched from the sidelines on that case. He did a great job, and I lost an officer in the line of duty. Uh, I had another one, several wounded. I don't know how he got through that one. He, he did it. Uh, made us proud, proud to have, us, have him as our chief. And you know, he's a very intelligent guy, and I wish him well in whatever he, any endeavors he takes from here on out. But. I appreciate you, Paul, and appreciate you always being there for me and answering my calls and, and taking care of my family and the things you've done for this community. We can never repay you, but I did want to take this time to tell you how much I appreciate you uh, and what you've done for us. Thank you, Mayor. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you. Any other council members have an announcement they'd like to make? Okay, we'll move ahead. Auburn University Communications. Hello, hello. It's good to see you all after a long break and a happy birthday, Mayor Anders. Thank you very much. Um, as I'm sure you've all noticed, a new semester has started and we're excited to get back into the swing of things. I know we have city breakfast this week, which means another city update coming out on the SGA Instagram and lots of goal setting happening for the semester right now. So we're looking forward to everything to come with that. Other than that, pretty short report from me today. First thing, I know you'll get tired of me saying it, but please make it a New Year's resolution to come support our spring athletics. I know uh, men's basketball is a difficult ticket to get right now, but there's women's basketball, there's women's gymnastics, there's all kinds of things you can participate in. So please show support. I know that means the world to those athletes. Um, next, President Roberts has officially formed a diversity, equity, and conclusion, uh, inclusion advisory committee. Um, it consists of 14 members, and it's going to help uh, it's going to help him guide Auburn um, into being a more diverse and equitable and inclusive institution. And that's just huge for Auburn's reach and for everything that we stand for. And we're very excited about everything to come with that. And then lastly is kind of a student spotlight. Nine of our students were granted the opportunity to tour a national research laboratory last week in New Mexico. And um, while they were there, they were able to interview for some internship opportunities. And that is a huge deal because national labs tend to get more funding than smaller labs and to have Auburn Minds and Auburn students participating in those labs and with access to that equipment is huge, both for them and for us. Um, but I think that's all from me this week. So, War Eagle. Thank you, Libby. We'll see you Thursday morning. Okay, this time we'll open the floor for citizens' communications on t items on tonight's agenda. If you'd like to speak to the City Council about anything on our agenda, uh, please come forward and give your name and address for the record. You'll have five minutes to do that. If your item has a public hearing attached to it, I'll ask you to wait and speak to the council later regarding that. Okay? Yes, sir. Good evening. Uh, thank you all for, for uh, doing this, being here tonight. Uh, I'm here for the Thomas rezoning. There's no public hearing. We've been here a couple of times. Name and address for the record, yeah, sorry. Yeah, name and address, please. Oh, sorry. Samuel Ames, Goodwin Mills, K. Wood. Uh, I am a resident at 616 Shawnee Street here in Auburn. Um, I'm here on behalf of uh, the Thomas re rezoning, and like I said, we've been talking about this one a couple of times now. I uh, wanted to thank the staff for the work that they've done. Um, they've come up with an ordinance and uh, exhibit limiting and restricting CDD uh, zoning for this particular property. Um, and the applicant behind me here and uh, the current property owner are uh, in agreement with this, and uh, I'll be happy to answer any questions now or at the time of uh, this item when it comes up. Okay. Thank you. Ms. Crouch, I think the most, if there's questions, it's most appropriate to cover those 
when the items we on the can, agenda. and just just to the point is, they can only speak of their own accord now. But you, during the item, can't ask them questions. That's your yep. decision. Sure. Yes, sir. Anything else? Okay. Thank right, you, guys. Yep. Anyone else would like to address the council? Items on tonight's agenda. <clears throat> Mayor, you didn't tell us how old you are. <laughs> we'll keep it a secret. Okay, uh, I'm Robert Wilkins, 261 Denson Drive, Auburn, Alabama. Good evening, uh, Mayor, Council. It's great to see y'all. I seem like I see you twice a month. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, uh, out of the, um, I'm, I'm concerning the revocation of the business license ordinance. Mr. Wilkins, yeah. we're going to have a public hearing at that time. Oh, oh we are? Okay. Yep. So, so if you don't mind waiting. Not a problem. Until that point, we thank appreciate you. it. Yep, thank you. Yes, sir. Anyone else? Okay, we'll move ahead with city manager's communications. Mayor, our first item of business is a consent agenda. Does any council member wish to remove an item from the consent agenda and deal with that item individually? Um, Anyone? If I may. Sir. I would like to remove 8 Bravo 2 and 8 Charlie 4. Okay. Anyone I'd like else? To, I'd like to remove um, eight echo, please. E. Okay. Okay. Anyone else? Okay. We'll take this in order. So eight B two. Item eight B two is a request from Auburn Selfport LLC DBA the Plains Tap Room for a retail beer and retail table wine alcohol beverage license for property located at two hundred West Glen Avenue, Suite two hundred. Move for approval. Second. All right. We have a motion and a second. Mr. Mormon? Yes, sir. Um, I'd like to point out that this was approved for operation by the council before this council. It is the only applicant for a beer and wine license tonight who has a fully functioning kitchen but is not providing food as a principal item. I would also like to point out that they plan to have safeguards in place to limit the amount of alcohol consumed. I appreciate that and wish you luck in your endeavor. Any other comments? All right, we have a motion and a second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? The motion carries. All right, 8C4. Item 8C4 authorizes the purchase of equipment for Forensic Technology Incorporated in the amount of $232,268 to assist in the establishment of the National Integrated Ballistic Information Network Program. This purchase will be funded out of a grant from the 2022 Safe Neighborhood Program. Move for approval. Second. I have a motion and a second, Mr. Moore. Back to you. Yes, sir. This is, a, this is a fascinating program, and I didn't want it to just blow by without uh, a little more explanation. It's in the packet, but I want to point out that this allows us to match ballistics, and it's grant money, which means it's completely underwritten. Uh, it's a joint project with ATF, which will encourage sharing of intelligence between these two agencies, and it, it's just a wonderful, fascinating program. And I wanted to point out that... Uh, it's it's a win-win. Good. Anyone else? Good points. Okay. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? And the motion carries. All right. 
8E. Item 8E appoints Will Faulkner to the Board of Zoning Adjustment as a supernumerary for a term that begins January 21st and ends January 20th, 2026. Move for approval. Second. I have a motion and a second. Mr. Griswold. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mayor. Um, I'd just like to point out that we how fortunate we are. Uh, you know, this is the second time we put this uh, vacancy up. Uh, we didn't have enough applicants the first time around, and the council as a whole sought uh, additional applicants, additional input, and we wound up with a fantastic slate of candidates. And although, although we're only going to be able to pick one tonight, I uh, really, really want to encourage those that applied to look around, see what other vacancies we have, what other opportunities we have to serve the city, because we have some really talented folks out there. And uh, I just want to say how much I appreciate your interest and in, uh, stepping forward and applying for this position. Yeah, good. Thank you, Kelly. Anyone else? Okay, we have a motion second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? And the motion carries. Do I have a motion to approve the balance of the consent agenda? So moved. Second. All right, have a motion and second. Any further questions or comments? All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? And the consent agenda is approved. Ordinances. Under ordinances this evening, item 9A establishes one stop sign on Havens Court at Denali, Denali, sorry, I can't speak, at Denali Lane in the Haven at Plainsman Lake subdivision. Unanimous consent is necessary. I'll introduce the ordinance and ask for unanimous consent. All right, have a motion and seconds. Anyone on the council have a problem moving forward with a vote on this this evening? Seeing hearing none, any comments or questions? Okay, Lindsay with the roll call. Adams? Yes. Oblitz? Yes, ma'am. Dawson? Yes, ma'am. Griswold? Yes, ma'am. Foreman? Yes, ma'am. Parsons? Yes. Taylor? Yes. Yes. Sanders? Yes. Item 9B amends Chapter 12 of City Code to add a provision that establishes a process for revocation of a business license and sets forth the circumstances under which a business license may be revoked. This item was postponed from December 6th. A public hearing is recommended. All right, Mr. Mayor, I would like to uh, move to amend the proposed ordinance as follows. I'm going to hand out um, red line copies of this amendment. And Megan, if you would, would you please... Uh, Put a red line copy on the screen. Just zoom in to where the red line is on the first page, and then we'll go over there. Thank you. So the purpose of these red lines was uh, what I wanted to do is I, I wanted to pare this down so that the revocation only addressed um, the non-payment of, uh, of uh, taxes or uh, licensure fees. Uh, so the way we did that was uh, we added some language here in uh, uh, section uh, A says for the violation of the licensee, his or agent, servant, or employee of any provision of the ordinance of the city code or any statute relating to the payment of taxes by the business. We then removed A one through four. I think some of that uh, some of that language was uh, was a little bit problematic to uh, members of the community. 
as well as uh, uh, well as members on this council. Uh, keep on scrolling down, Megan. Down here in uh, uh, section C, we added some language that uh, um, that would ensure that uh, the hearing that any such revocation hearing wouldn't take place until at least 60 days after the date of the initial notice. And the intent of that is, is basically to show uh, the city has a process uh, by which they inform individuals that are delinquent in their, uh, in their taxes or payment of fees, and, and they, walk, they walk through that. And uh, um, bottom line is what we try to do is, is we try to get people to resolve the issue before it comes to us. So um, uh, this is this language here is basically to ensure that that uh, sort of codify that. Um, and then at the very end, we added some language that, uh, you know, upon revocation of a license or a privilege, and this is really just a statement of law, that, uh, that the taxpayer may seek judicial review in, accord in accordance with state law if they so choose. So does okay. any, anybody have any questions? Is that the appropriate? First of all, I need to get a second, and then we'll come to some discussion. Second. So is yep. there a second? All right, we have a second. So any from the council level, are there any questions or comments? Mayor, if I may, I, I want to say what a great job uh, the staff and uh, Councilperson Adams did with this uh, amendment. Uh, very impressive, and uh, uh, you keep on, you're going to be as good as I am at this. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, 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 too, just like to echo those comments from Councilperson Dawson and uh, the staff and uh, the presentation that was done a few weeks ago on this. I thought they did a wonderful job. Thank you for your time and efforts on that. And, uh, you know, I know it's almost three months of the day since we this ordinance was introduced. Uh, kind of got caught in the middle of councils. I know it felt like we kept postponing this thing, but I really feel like it gave the opportunity for uh, our business community to be heard. Uh, uh, this is something that affects them greatly, and I felt like there was a lot of meetings that took place to, to ensure that, uh, that, that we were uh, protecting our business community, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. So thank you for city staff and everyone that uh, took part in doing this, and Council Adams for your work as well. Anyone else? Okay. All right, at this time we'll open the public hearing. If you'd like to address the city council, please come forward, give your name and address for the record and you have five minutes to address the city council. <laughs> okay. um, I want to say congratulations also. I thought it was great. I had gotten it earlier. I read it. I thought it was uh, uh, excellent, excellent done. Uh, what I want to talk about on the revocation is that halt.org uh, law dictionary, uh, Dictory, I mean, directory, excuse me. Law, law is an in, incremental part of society. Legal uh, rules and regulations keep our society intact and operational. Laws are created and essentially to keep the citizenry of a uh, country and out of harm's way. Hence, the um, critical function and purpose of the law are to keep the citizens safe, sound. This is accomplished by maintaining uh, order in society. I want to thank uh, Councilman Whitten for um, not letting the consent agenda go on this and let it be able to, to go further. That helped all the council um, go and uh,
figure out what was happening and talking to the people in the community. I just thought it was well done. <clears throat> it was, and I'm really excited. Like I said last week, I'm excited about this council's future. I feel like each one of you have one vote and it takes five or a majority for anything to pass. So, you know, remember your one vote because it represents your ordinance and it represents as a whole, the whole city. And I just really appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> I appreciate, I mean, sorry, we have laws that are made by Congress, by our state legislature, and our city government. Uh, we have to be careful not to have too many laws uh, or too many restrict, heavily restricted laws. Unfortunately, every time a law is passed, a little of our freedom is taken away. So be careful with how much freedom you take away. Uh, I wanted to say when I was in um, Auburn in poultry production class in 1978, I'm still around, I'm still alive. Uh, law, laws remind me of kind of and, uh, like an egg. Around an egg is a membrane, and uh, evenly spaced on that membrane are points where columns of calcite, a form of uh, calcium carbonate, is formed. These columns stack together side by side to form the shell. It reminds me a lot of laws. They're stacked and stacked and stacked. And we have to be careful that they're not too com compact. Uh, what happens to... Um, until we see what happens is the laws can be stacked too much until we have lost too much of our constitutional rights. Uh, but this Congress, I, I mean this Congress, wow, this council, uh, I believe is changing that. I really do. I'm proud of you. Uh, but, um, uh, and you're, you're kind of like an egg uh, tooth. I know that sounds strange. What, what do you mean an egg tooth? Well, on a chicken, uh, I mean a little... Uh, the chick that's coming out of the egg has a little bump on here and it allows that chicken to crack that egg and I think y'all have cracked that and uh, uh, hopefully you're not insulted by the egg tooth um, and I just wanted to say excellent excellent job thank you thank you Mr. Wilkins could you state your name and address for the record oh yes thank I you. said it earlier and I forgot it this time uh, Robert Wilkins 261 Dixon Drive Auburn Alabama thank you thank you, thank you. Anyone else? Okay, we'll close the public hearing. Any further discussion from the council? Any thoughts? It's been said before, Ms. Crouch, I want to thank your staff for the hard work. And, uh, and, uh, and I appreciate this council's willingness to dig in and listen to our citizens and, uh, and reach this decision. Thank you, Tyler, for your leadership in putting this together tonight. Thank you for that. All right. Um, at this time, we'll have a voice, I mean, uh, a roll call. Roll call on, on the, the amended, amendment only. On the amendment only. Just okay. the amendment, not the main motion. So you've got to vote on the amendment first, and if that is adopted, then the next action, if there's no further discussion, would be to vote on it as amended. Okay, so Lindsay with a roll call, and this is just on the amendment. Adams? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Dawson? Yes, ma'am. Griswold? Yes, ma'am. Foreman? Yes, ma'am. Parsons? Yes. Taylor? Yes. Whitney? Yes. Yes. All right. And at this time, we'll have a roll call vote based on the uh, amended ordinance. All right. Amended ordinance, correct? Okay. So, in essence, you're voting on the clean copy that's in front of you. Yep. Okay. We'll need a motion and second for that? No, you've already. We, we, we had a motion several months ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Everybody ready? Yep. Okay. Koblenz? Yes, ma'am. Dawson? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Parsons? Yes. Taylor? Yes. Witten? Yes. Adams? Yes. Anders? Yes. 
Okay, moving ahead. All right, item 9C1 is a request from Lynx Crossing LLC to rezone approximately 4.19 acres from rural to development district housing for property located south of Lynx Crossing, Phase 3A, at the current terminus of Iron Street. The Planning Commission unanimously recommended approval of this request at its December 8th meeting. Unanimous consent is necessary and a public hearing is required. I this ordinance ask unanimous consent. Second. All right, have a motion and a second. Seeing one of the council having a problem moving forward with the vote on this this evening. Seeing here and none, at this time we'll open the public hearing. If you'd like to address the city council, please come forward and give us your name and address for the record. And remember, you have five minutes. Seeing no one, we'll close the public hearing. Any discussions or comments from the council? Mr. Mayor, I have a question. I'm just, sure, just curious. Um, we're rezoning an area, part of which has already been rezoned in the past. How did, how did the previous rezoning, part of this is already DDH. How did that happen and... Is there any impact of, of overlap based on what we do tonight? I don't believe the property owner has been methodically rezoning this um, area over time to this very zoning. And I don't, from our development team, I don't see anything unusual about this or different. It's been pretty methodical and expected um, phase by phase. It's just unusual for us to see uh, an area under consideration already overlapping a, another zone. That's all I was curious about. Uh, I'm looking at the map, uh, phase five rezoning flyer, I guess it is. Mr. Foote. Yeah, to my knowledge, the map is correct, but even if it wasn't, the DDH would just remain DDH, so there would be no ill effect from this. Okay, all right, thank you. Mm -hmm. Any other questions? Okay, with the roll call, Lindsay. Dawson? Yes, ma'am. Griswold? Yes, ma'am. Foreman? Yes, ma'am. Parsons? Yes. Taylor? Yes. Witten? Yes. Adams? Yes. Oblance? Yes. Yes. Item 9C2, known as the Thomas rezoning, is a request from B&B Self Storage Center to rezone approximately 5.69 acres of property located at 3022 Cox Road from Limited Development District to Comprehensive Development District. The Planning Commission unanimously recommended approval of this request at its October 13th meeting. This item was postponed from the December 20th City Council meeting, and in that time, as you heard earlier, um, there is a new table that was added as part of your consideration. Um, in explaining the new table, it's showing you the uses that, the only uses that the property owner and the applicant have agreed to that could be held on this property. Um, that being said, that tracks only with the CDD zone. The council in and of itself does not have the ability to place such a restriction without the explicit permission of the property owner and the applicant. So this is a very unusual circumstance, but only in a planned development district would you normally have the ability to place conditions. So, um, but you heard earlier where the, the applicant and the, the property owner stand, but we're happy to walk you through any, any questions you may have. Okay. All right. Move for approval. It's actually second. it's actually already been moved and seconded. Oh, so, it's already, okay. so the question is, I do think um, why don't you? It might be wise because Exhibit A is there to acknowledge it and just go ahead and acknowledge it's it's amended. Go ahead and amend it, Beth. Instead, just move to amend to add the Exhibit A. How about that? Yeah. Sure. Right. I'd like to move to um, amend Item Nine C Two to add Exhibit A. Second. Okay, we have a motion and a second to uh, to amend this uh, with 
item 9C2 uh, with Exhibit A. Are there any comments or questions from the council regarding this? Anything? Mayor, if I may, I want Please. to say how much I appreciate the staff working with the developers and uh, appreciate you uh, listening to us. And I think this is a good example of how local governments are supposed to work. You came in with a project you want to do here in Auburn, we would listen to it, and you, then you listened to us and got together and worked it out. And I think this is a, a, a way to do our, our business like this for the city of Auburn. I do want to say, uh, developing an area, we're going to need to look out for Thistle Lane because it's, it's, it's not built to handle <coughs> tight traffic that I'm hoping will be over there in that area uh, for the new businesses. So uh, that's something to keep in mind, Megan, as we move forward. I know a lot of that's in the county, but I'm sure it will be soon be coming into the city, I would imagine. So, just Yes, sir. We'll note that as site plans come in um, and other conditional use requests that Councilman Dawson is asking. I think he's heard from some constituents right. that we pay close attention to Thistle Lane. That, that, Thistle Lane used to be a dirt road, and they put a little asphalt on it, but uh, that's about it. So it's going to need a lot of improvement. But uh, just just want to make that uh, let the citizens know we will be keep that in mind as we move forward and develop in that area. Yes, sir. Thank you. Also, Mayor, if I may, at some point in time, we will still proceed with the interstate commercial zoning we once discussed, and in essence, that would replace this. Um, the applicant is still left with hotels and some other things that are conditional use that would not be a conditional use in a different zone, um, but we have to because the CDD zone requires that they be conditional, track that until such time as, as this moves on. Ms. So. Crouch, with the expected development of Exit 50, is that an effort that we We'll be putting some priority on coming forward. Yes, Mr. Foote is keenly aware, and is um, the staff has dusted off what we had previously done and already taken a deep dive based on this case. And we too appreciate the applicant with some postponements to uh, try to find a legal solution to address the concerns of everyone. And I think we have come to that point. Good. Okay. All right. Any other further comments or questions regarding? The amendment. So is this like the Just previous vote one? on the amendment. While it's in the ordinance that's before you and the planning director had amended everything, I want just want it to be acknowledged that you know that something has changed from your past considerations. So I think okay. it's better and appropriate to do so that. So this vote Vote on the amendment and then the whole thing. Okay. All right. So if there's no further questions, we'll vote just now on the amendment. And Lindsay with a roll call. Adams? Yes. Koblenz? Yes, ma'am. Dawson? Yes, ma'am. Griswold? Yes, ma'am. Norman? Yes, ma'am. Parsons? Yes. Taylor? Yes. 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 At this time, do we need to vote on the whole ordinance? Yes, you do, as okay. amended. As amended. So this time we'll vote on the entire entirety of this with the amendment in there. Roll call, please. Yes, ma'am. Norman? Yes, ma'am. Parsons? Yes. Taylor? Yes. Witten? Yes. Adams? Yes. Koblenz? Yes. Dawson? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Under resolutions, item 10A is a request from the City of Auburn for conditional use approval of a public service use for the Public Safety Training Center to be located at 7384 U.S. Highway 280 West. Planning Commission unanimously recommended approval of this request at its January 12th meeting. A public hearing is required. Move for approval. Second. All right. We have a motion and a second. This time I'll open the public hearing. If you'd like to address the council, please come forward and give us your name and address for the record. And remember that you have five minutes to speak. You're welcome. Mayor Andrews, ladies and gentlemen of the council, Herbert Walter DeMar Jr., 412 Opelika Road, apartment 111, whose sister shares the same birthday as the mayor. <laughs> Thank you. Is she special? Yes, she's special. Okay, good. 61 special, mm -hmm. by the way. <laughs> on, uh, on the note on the uh, 
matter before you. I came before you at the December 20th meeting, expressed my concerns about the way mental health issues are addressed by law enforcement when they're dealing with a person who may have a mental health issue in lieu of what the Taser incident of late last year. And I appreciate the city manager's response to that. Does this have anything to do with the conditional use of this public safety training center? Uh, I'm just thinking maybe this comment might belong at the end of the meeting as opposed to we're dealing with improving the use of a facility. I will reserve my comments until then. I wasn't sure yeah. that I wanted to speak in reference to this resolution or wait until the citizens open form to do so yeah. because I did want it to uh, mention sure. something else too. What's before? But, uh, so I will wait until. Well, thank the you for understanding. I understand it's confusing. Yeah. Thank you very much. No, we will see you in a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. Anyone like to speak to the council? Okay, we'll close the public here. Any comments from the council? Questions? Okay, we have a motion second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? And the motion carries. Item 10B1 authorizes a tax abatement for Roush & Pausch, also known as RAPA, located at 2450 Paul Parks Lane in Auburn Technology Park West. The company will invest approximately $25.26 million to purchase the building and new equipment, as well as to create approximately 73 additional jobs over the next three years. Move for approval. Second. All right, I have a motion and a second. Any comments or questions? Um, I can wait till next time after we talk about Schmidt, but congratulations, Mr. Dunlap and your team for an outstanding job and recruiting these industries to Auburn and helping them uh, be successful in our community. And we're certainly grateful for both of these industries. I'll go ahead and jump ahead a little bit right there. All right. Any other comments? All right. We have a motion to second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carries. Item 10B2 authorizes a tax abatement for Schmidt Automotive USA LP located at 2471 Innovation Drive in Auburn Technology Park West. The company will invest approximately $7.7 .7 million to acquire new equipment and create approximately 20 additional jobs over the next two years. Move for approval. Second. A motion is seconding comments or questions. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carries. Item 10C authorizes a contract with Bailey Harris Construction Company Incorporated in the amount of $19,907,073 for phase one of the Lake Wilmore project. The contract amount includes the base bid plus alternates one and two. Move for approval. Second. I have a motion to second. Any comments or questions from the council? Extremely excited about this. Thankful that this bid came in under budget. Look forward to getting it started and getting it built. It's going to be great for our community. Anyone else? All in favor, please say aye. Aye. Any opposed? Motion carries. Item 10D authorizes the city manager to implore all legal action up to and including an injunction to restrain Misfits 4x4 located at 1103 Opelika Road and Shelby PV doing business as Misfits 4x4 off-road from continuing in business until such time as said business shall have complied with all requirements of the city's ordinances and regulations. Move for approval. Second. I have a motion to second. Any comments or questions from the council? I would just like if the city manager could just um, de delineate the difference of this item versus what we just voted on with our business revocation amendment. Absolutely. Um, one of the key things, and we talked about this a good bit with the business license ordinance amendment, is we were dealing with potential revocation of a business license if you had one to begin with. 
Um, in this instance, our first contact with Misfits was back in June about the requirements for a business license, and then we had some contact again in um, October to present, and there are a number, not only are they operating without a business license, they are not able to get one because of some code violations related to electrical, property maintenance, et cetera. And so the difference with this is the ordinance you just adopted doesn't deal with somebody who indeed doesn't have a business license. Um, this is highly unusual, and in the state of Alabama, I am charged by law, unless Mr. Clark, our attorney, uh, corrects me on this one, that I have to enforce all ordinances and I have to use any and all uh, means necessary. In this instance, while it is likely that I could have done this without bringing this to the city council, I feel strongly as the policymakers and governing body that you should have awareness that we are pursuing further action on a business. While it is not my desire to ever have to do so, um, we've had numerous complaints from citizens who have done business with this business. Why that is not the purview of the city council, they are also complaining to staff that they are operating without a license, among other things. We have been in contact with the property, um, the, the lessee and the property owner. The property owners corrected some things that they were supposed to do, but um, I have no choice at this juncture to bring this forward because everybody else that is operating a business that we are aware of is doing so with a license. And so we need to, to move forward and take any and all actions necessary and including up to an injunction that I would be asking the city attorneys to prepare and file if necessary. Anybody have any questions or comments based on? I think uh, Ms. Uh, Megan did the right thing on bringing this for the council. I know she could have probably taken action and enforced the codes, but I appreciate her wisdom in that matter, and I, I'm in agreement with what you're doing here. Uh, I, we hate to, I think less government is always better, but you got you got to obey the rules, and you got to play by the rules, or you have to wait a little while before you can play again, I guess. So, thank you. Yep. Anything else from the council? Okay. We have a motion and a second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? And the motion carries. Mayor, those are all the items of business we have for you this evening. Okay. At this time, I have a question on sure. something. It's uh, uh, some time ago we talked about the stables development, and the council expressed an interest in having some kind of master plan for that West Auburn area between Highway 14 and Wire Road, so we can kind of start defining what we need to look at in the long term. Just curious about the status of that. And what we had discussed is we would get together with the new council seated and feet on the ground that we would go over. We need to talk about, and you, some of you received emails today also about an optimal boundary request. Want to get into what are all of our long-range plans, you know, with a joint session with you and the Planning Commission. Where, where did this information come from? Um, in the email today that you received, it says it's an arbitrary optimal boundary line. I beg to differ. It was with great purpose and technical data and heavily vetted. Um, in many ways, how we establish the optimal boundary, where our growth and infrastructure plans are. They've all been, been done with intention and purpose. And to Councilperson Griswold's point, with armed with that information, if you are interested in changes in West Auburn or want things done differently at that time, um, you will advise us accordingly, you and the Planning Commission. But I want to sit down. And so we were looking at the February-March timeline, uh, avoiding spring break, of course, to sit down with both bodies and go back over that information so that all of you have the same information at the same time so that um, you can tell us what you, how you would like to proceed or change or not change or whichever you'd like to do. And getting the same information to, the, to everybody all at once is the reason I bring this up now. Is, um, 
I just know that we were all in agreement that there was insufficient infrastructure to outline um, a future growth plan. And uh, we're still having some, some interest in developing and building out that direction. So I just wanted to see where we stood on that. So thank you. And absolutely. And, it's, you know, you're getting pushed in other parts of the city. So I think it's absolutely appropriate and timely um, early in this council term for us to have this discussion so you can better direct me to where you'd like to see this go and advise planning commission if you want them to study things further Thank so it'll be helpful all right also also uh on the i guess we, we'll talk about on the number 11 other businesses if uh i just want to um I, on at the packet meeting on last week i asked a question about the the logs near the railroad track and uh i i i um have had several uh, citizens to call, and they wanted to know, you know, when was those logs going to be removed? You gave an answer to the council, but I just want the public to understand, and 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 maybe you can put it out there so it'll be on record. If uh, a lot of people have, you know, called me asking me um, when they, when would they be removing the logs, and I think they think it's something that the city can do. So if if that can be explained, yes, ma'am. Councilperson Taylor is referring to the fact that CSX Railroad came through and refurbished. Um, not only they put new railroad ties down, they put, you know, new stone, they put down um, a number of new rails, all kinds of things. And along the way, they have a, an incredibly large stack of railroad ties, particularly, it's in more than one place in Auburn, but particularly along Railroad Avenue, blocking. Um, some citizens' views where they feel it's not that they need a view through the railroad tracks and across to Highway 14. They have indicated to me that they are very concerned about safety. They feel hemmed in and that people can hide around it. Um, we will continue to work with CSX to get, get that moved. There's also a pile of stone right at North College in the railroad tracks. There's also up in the Gold Hill area railroad ties are stacked. <coughs> Um, that is the railroad's property. They can place which it, whatever they want on it whenever they want, but we will continue through staff channels to ask them and ask them repeatedly um, to relocate those things or at least downstack them so they're not so tall and blocking people's views. We'll certainly be happy to try to assist our citizens. And we also agree they're not, they're, they're very unsightly. It's very unfortunate, and I would say even inconsiderate. Um, okay. Mayor, if I may, I want Please to say how I agree with Councilman Griswold on the uh, questions about West Auburn right there. I, I think if we go by what the last citizen survey said, we really need to work on our infrastructure. And I think that needs to be something that all this council pushes for is to really get something done in our infrastructure problems. We're growing a lot, but before we continue to grow too much, we've got to get something done on our roadways because we have some areas that are unsafe, I feel like. And uh, if we can get Washington, D.C. to hand out more money like they've been doing for, for, pretty freely here lately. Uh, Maybe we can get some of it ourselves. So I'd like, that to, I'd like for our staff to be working on it. I'm sure their council would agree with me. We really need to, we need to, to make some progress on our infrastructure in, in these next four years we're serving together, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to move forward now with Citizens Open Forum. If you'd like to address the city council uh, about anything, please come forward and give your name and address for the record. And remember, you have three minutes to address the council. Thank you for being patient. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Again, ladies and gentlemen of the council, I will restate my name for the record. Herbert Walter DeMar, Jr., 412 Opelika Road, Apartment 111. Um, as I stated before, uh, my concerns, uh, 
that I raised on December 20th. And I would like to say I appreciate the um, response by the city manager on the matter that I spoke of. It now reminds me of the uh, Public Safety Academy that was announced earlier this evening. Uh, the question is, what is part of that concerning how citizens can recognize people who have mental health issues? Because according to the reports, a call was made by a citizen concerning the gentleman that was tasered to death. And I think, you know, I don't think we should put it all on law enforcement. We should also put it also on our fellow citizens in helping address this issue. It would benefit us as well as law enforcement in improving those relations. Um, I, uh, where I live, by the way, is next to railroad tracks. And I appreciate Ms. Taylor's remarks on that. And I will be on the lookout too concerning the railroad tracks where we live. And one more, uh, one more uh, item that just came to my mind. Many of you probably know this. If you've been around Tumor's Corner between 5 and 6 and 7 o'clock, I'm part of the sit-in group. And we've been sitting on either side of Tumor's Corner for 961 days as of today. One of the things that I've noticed is that a number of the vehicles along College Street, sometimes, you know, they have... You know, they have the hot rod thing, and, you know, they're sort of halfway speeding. And um, some of them, some of those cars are not even hot rods. They're sort of like trucks. We even notice a couple of trucks making noise and speeding along that, you know, that, that part where Tumor's Corner is. And I'm just wondering if uh, you could get law enforcement to look into that a little bit more because we've all, we've not only that, we've almost seen a couple of accidents. We saw actually saw one where a uh, car vehicle actually hit a post where we were sitting at Tumor's Corner on the Auburn side and then drove off. And then another incident last week where a car actually rode into a lane that he wasn't supposed to, you know, you know, you know, there's the two lanes on one side and there's that one lane on the other side and he turned in the turn lane on the opposite side where cars are coming on the opposite side of the street. So um, if you all could look into that a little bit more, we would appreciate it because, you know, we've seen a lot of severe accidents and I'm sorry, but I thank you very much. Thank you. Who would be next? Uh, something that um, I uh, have noticed with the uh, council several months ago uh, when they talked about the youth facilities, uh, well, really the recreational facilities, I, I don't know what's going on, uh, you know, about trying to do something, because I know you, Mayor, had mentioned it's been 50-something years, but the last time that soccer, not soccer fields, but all these different recreational facilities, um, I, I believe in the youth. I believe it's very important. A good friend of mine, Hugh O'Brien, that was an actor, uh, we were talking one day, and he had, he had dealt with uh, Albert, Dr. Albert Schweitzer in Africa, and he had spent uh, 10 days with Dr. Schweitzer. And uh, when he left, 
Dr. Schweitzer, he asked Dr. Schweitzer what was the most important thing that he could do with his fame as Wyatt Earp and so forth, and he said the future is the youth. Um, I think that uh, it should not be put on hold. I think that uh, we have enough businesses, corporations of big manufacturings that we could uh, align with where maybe the city could borrow money and, and begin to develop a lot of different uh, facilities. I used to raise a lot of money with foundations like Ford, Rockefeller, Charles Stewart Mott, and so forth. And I believe that it's urgent. That I, I've gone by these recreational facilities and I see these teams stacked up at everything. And I think it's a shame. And I think that uh, uh, if we don't have the money, we have the money for, to do a lot of other things to get businesses in. Well, the youth is what we need to protect and we need to do with. And I'll be happy to help any of you. I'll be happy to deal with, with my councilman, but also with any of y'all in making a plan, putting something together that would be beneficial because uh, it's time and I think it should be like a, a short plan you know, one each year, a facility. I know they cost an awful lot, but uh, there's a lot of money. There's a lot of money in Auburn. I drive around and I deliver food to places that they don't even, the GPSs won't even uh, show them up. But uh, the, the buildings, the houses and everything else, uh, maybe a, a half a percent tax that goes for five years and it's off, whatever it is, a combination. Uh, the city raised a dollar, the community raised a dollar, and the uh, manufacturers raised a dollar. It's all kind of combinations of things. It's Being creative is the most wonderful thing you can do as a group. And there's an awful lot of people here that have an awful lot of talent. And I think we should involve the university to come in and ask how they might get involved in having not just the youth of Auburn University, but the kids. The uh, you know five or six years old, seven year old t-ball. Uh, I think you mentioned uh, women's um, flag football and all that stuff. It, it should be done. It should be done immediately. Please, uh, you know, figure out how to do it and involve me. What little I can do, I'll be happy to help. Thank you, Mr. Wilkins. Your name and address again. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting bad. Uh, Robert Wilkins, 261 Denson Drive, Auburn, Alabama. And. You may have missed it, but we approved almost nearly a $20 million bid tonight for Lake Wilmore, which will be multi-use fields, a complex. Yeah, but but it's, it's to not... To your a, point. Yeah, but I, I, know, I know that, but it's not enough because it just does part of it. Because uh, I think they talked about it still would take, what, four times more uh, to, to catch up. So, yes, I know, and I think it's wonderful. But, but I think it should continue on. And, uh, and I, I think it shouldn't be for a short period. And that's a lot of money. I know it is. Yeah. So, but I think there's a lot of, so, thank you. Thank you. Now, I, I wasn't trying to be ugly to y'all, okay? Sometimes I'm very critical, but that wasn't being critical. I'm just saying, let's, let's get the ball rolling. You, you started it big time. Let's uh, roll the ball more. Please involve me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for not being critical. <laughs> Anyone else? Okay. So we move to adjourn? I move. All right, we're adjourned.